This is 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. Hey, good morning there, Daniel. Tig, I've got a million-dollar idea for you. Tell me what it is. If you uh, were the manager or operator of Waffle House, mm -hmm. what you should do is shut that thing down once a month and do a Waffle House cooking class. What I mean is you let people come in there and cook on that griddle. A lot of people have these black stones. Do you have, have you seen these black stones? A lot of people have them. My uh, brother and brother-in-law and sister have one. They love it. They use it all the time. Mm -hmm. and I would love to be able to prepare Waffle House quality food on a Blackstone, and the only way I could learn how to do that would be to go to Waffle House, take a cooking class at Waffle House. You know, I, I went to Waffle House on Mother's Day, actually. I'm, what a good husband I am. Took my wife out to Waffle House, and I'm still amazed at how, and it was pretty busy, right? Mm -hmm. And our food got out in like four minutes, freshly cooked and all that. And you know that they have like a, they have some kind of code, um, you know, when that lady just screams out like, hash browns with cheese or whatever they say and then they'll put like a little piece of hash brown on the plate to know oh this plate needs a hash brown then they'll do something else to say oh this plate also needs a texas toast sandwich or whatever that is yes the texas toast sandwich very popular whatever it is but I, i'm always impressed by the people who work at waffle house they're so quick they're good cooks and I can't cook anything. I have a great time every time I go. Now, this is not a paid endorsement, uh, but I do love Waffle House. Last time I was uh, in one, I was in Arkansas, actually. And these folks had worked this long shift, and it got to be the end of their shift. And the cook or whatever was supposed to be coming in called out. Uh-huh. They just had to keep. They had, had to keep to, going. Just had to keep going, man. Oh, I felt man. so bad for them in that moment because you know how it is when you get ready to walk out of work and if yeah, you're like somebody withholds you one second longer. Imagine you being faced with, well, cook's not coming in. Do I work another eight-hour shift? Oh, man, brutal. Unless they, you know, were excited about the overtime or whatever they might get the extra money. But yeah, man, I go to Waffle House and I just I can't believe it. I think it's delicious. You know, it's wonderful. And, Absolutely uh, wonderful. For some reason, for some reason that blows my mind though about Waffle House, they changed their menu. And one thing I love at Waffle House is their like little thin steak, but it's not on the menu anymore. However, Daniel says you can still order it off the menu. You can actually, you can. Last so time I was there, uh, looking for raisin toast on the menu, and I said, "Do you guys still have that raisin toast?" And they were like, "Yeah." I was like, well, why is it not on the menu? Like, why don't they put it on the, the menu? The, the server said, "I have no idea." <laughs> it blows my mind. But there are items that they sell there. Yeah, imagine if you in went to Walmart secret. and you're trying to find a bike, but they were they had them in the storage closet. It's like going to New York City and going to Chinatown. Like, oh yeah, back in the back, we got the <laughs> knockoff designer purses. Yeah, like, why don't you put those weird. out front on the street? You can still get a steak at Waffle House, even it, though it says they don't. Is raisin have it. toast illegal? It must be like uh, some type of clandestine operation. Like they can't they can't advertise it, but you can still get it. <laughs> That's at Waffle House. It's 985 the bull. Today's hot country. 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. Here we go. Renaissance Festival tickets. So much going on. It's hard to keep up with, isn't it? I mean, we got the uh, golf thing and then we yeah, got... Yeah, you remember I told you if aliens were like observing us and they swooped down, they were like hovering over the area and they, they look over and they see, they think we've gone back in time for the Renaissance Festival. Then they see golf. They see the Goodyear blimp. They see Iron Man. They also see they'll zoom in to Henrietta, Oklahoma, where they might spot Zach, who is on the phone with us now. Zach, are you excited to uh, play this game and maybe get a chance to go back into the medieval and renaissance times at the Renaissance Festival in Muskogee? Definitely. 
Now, Tig's about to tell me the difference in medieval and renaissance. Go ahead, Tig. Well, they're two different eras, and you keep saying medieval and renaissance. But Okay, well, this ain't NPR, buddy. It ain't a, it ain't a show where you learn, okay? <laughs> Got it. Good grief. This guy's going to TED Talk on the differences in the medieval and the renaissance time. All right, Zach. The game is called Groups of Two. I'm just going to name you a category. You just name the two groups in that category. Pretty easy, right? Yep. We'll, we'll start it off with uh, easy. This, uh, these are the two main stars of the movie Titanic. Jack and Rose. Well, the the actor and the actress. What are their names? Oh, Leonardo DiCaprio and man, I can't remember the actress's name. He only remembers Leo. It's a uh, Kate Winslet. I, I think we'd give him that because you didn't. Execute the question right? Well, I sure did. No, he said Jack and Rose. I said main stars of the movie Titanic. Yeah, Jack and Rose. Those are the main characters. You stick with your, your little history lectures, and I'll do entertainment news or whatever I'm doing. Okay. Sorry, sorry you have to hear this, Zach. Hello? Yep, I'm still here. What's going on, buddy? <laughs> What's, is he, like, playing craps right now? What's he doing? <laughs> All right, Zach, up next... These are the founders of Apple, both named Steve. Steve Jobs and... Man, what is... Steve Jobs and... I believe they nicknamed this other guy Waz. Help him out, Tug. Oh. Uh, Steve Wozniak? Right. Steve Jobs, Steve Wozniak. Steve Wozniak. Uh, the category next, Zach first people in the Bible? That would be Adam and Eve. That is correct. The category, the two loves of Bella Swan. Bella Swan. I don't even know that I've heard of Bella Swan. That is the main character from the book Twilight. Tiger's a huge fan of Twilight. That's vampires go make oh, out in uh, the woods. Yeah. yeah. Edward and Jacob. There you go, Edward Cullen and Jacob Black. He did know. <laughs> Good grief. You quick with that one. <laughs> yeah, as as... That was burned into me. My mom was yeah. a huge fan. Right. Uh, yeah, your right. mom. Yeah, right. Uh -huh. Finger quotes, your mom. You <laughs> were a huge fan. Are you more of a uh, Edward guy or a, a Jacob guy? Who were you? Uh, who did you like better? A Jacob guy. Werewolf. Come on now. That lady's getting with a dog. That ain't right. Werewolf, whatever he was. Uh, these were the cities struck by an atomic bomb. Atomic bomb. That'd be Hiroshima and... Mm, I don't remember the second one. Help him out with that, Nagasaki. 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 Yep. Uh, this one is uh, one just for Tig and uh, just for him. Tig, these are the major, major passenger jet ma manufacturers. Major passenger jet manufacturers. So should I muse or just give you an answer? If you have some story behind this, I would be... Uh... Well, there's Boeing and Airbus. Okay, well, as far as what I can... story would you possibly be able to well, tell is going to make that interesting? Well, Airbus is French and Boeing is United States. But those are the two big boys, right? Yes. Okay. And finally, the category Sons of Princess Diana. Sons of Princess Diana. Princess Diana. But you're in your 20s, so this is, this, well, no, she was one that 
was killed a long time ago. And uh, one of oh, her man. sons will become king of England, and the other one is a prince, right? Mm. Yeah. Well, he didn't he drop his title because he had yeah, Meghan he Markle? Advocated or yeah, whatever. He advocated. Yeah. Help him out, Tug. Yeah, you might have to tell me how Tug. Prince William and uh, Prince Harry. There you go. Is that right? That's right. Okay, yeah. All right, did he do And then well? Harry's the one that dropped his prince, right? Yeah, because he married uh, the American actress and got all sideways with the monarchy, and so I, I think he lives in Canada or something. I don't know what he's doing. Yeah, I think I remember seeing that now. Yeah. Well, you're out there in Henrietta. Are you guys excited for Highway to Henrietta coming up in September? Oh, definitely. It's going to be huge. Tyke and I are going to be staying at your house. I'm not sure if you knew or not. Oh, yeah. Come on down. (laughs) We'll have a fish fry and everything. Fish fry. That sounds delightful. That's great. All right. Let's do it. Well, you're going to go to the Renaissance Festival and uh, just stick on the line here. We're going to get some information from you. And uh, coming up, tell if you know any kids, tell them we got Treat the Bull coming up at 7 o'clock. All right, Zach? You got it. Thanks, man. Thanks, guys. All here on 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with the uh, PGA Tour in town. Um, I was looking for a ticket for my son, and then somebody sent me this amazing text uh, last night that said, you don't have to pay for kids to get in. If you're a ticketed adult, like, you you know, mommy or daddy has a ticket, you can bring your kids in so long as they're under 17. I'll read part of this statement from, this is off the PGA Southern Hills It says, as part of the championship mission to grow interest and participation in the sport of golf, juniors 17 years and younger will be admitted on the grounds for free. And they even say, even in a sellout situation, they'll still let your kids in. Uh, You can't get them in advance, though. You can't, like, go to the website and, like, but you can go to the box office or whatever they have there, kind of like when you go to the BOK Center. And uh, you walk up to the window and go, uh, hey, I'm mom and dad, and uh, we got a ticket, and we'd like one for our little son or daughter, and they'll they'll get them in. How about that? I mean, how is that story not going viral? And so the beer prices, that to me is amazing. You said up to four kids, up to That's 17. Yep. And you were almost, to, to for your six-year-old, about to spend some money and then realize this. You well, I mean, you would have got completely duped had you... You know, I thought I had connections, and I'm, like, asking people. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, hey, could you get me a ticket for Friday because I'd love to bring my son Mac. And people did try, and they're like, oh, I didn't come up with anything. So I'm like, I'm going to have to pay, like, 200-whatever dollars to get uh, my son in. And then somebody sends me this amazing text, and it's right off the PGA website. And if you got a kid and you want to go to the tour, um, Mom and dad need a ticket, but your kids don't need a ticket. How about that? Up to four. That's up to four. Fascinating to me. Um, And we were kind of like talking about, yeah, the beer prices, like how Michelob Ultra was 18 bucks. But then on the other side, there's this thing about you don't have to pay to get your whole family. Well, a follow up on that quick uh, beer thing. Yeah, it is. But it's for was a 25 ounce beer or something like that. So it isn't totally ridiculous. No, it's right. Right in line with a beer at a sporting event. That's basically like two beers. It's two beers because how much is a beer like an ounce? Like, ounce-wise. How one, much is a beer a- per ounce? No, like, one beer, one regular beer is, like, 12 ounces, right? Mm-hmm. And then if you double that, that's 24, but they're selling 25-ounce beers for 18 bucks. So you're paying $9 a beer. That's not totally ridiculous for, like, a concert huge, or anything uh, like that. Huge, huge, huge sporting event. So anyway, so you get your uh, 
$18 beers, but you didn't have to pay for your kids to get in. Yeah, and I owe Tig an apology because I did not believe him earlier, and uh, somebody called up and set me straight, and uh, there yeah, you go, Tig. there you go. Your kids Once get in Once in your free. whole life. Yeah, you were right. <laughs> I was wrong. I'm a fool. Treat the bull is on the way your kids can win candy in moments on 98.5 The Bull. Time now, Daniel, for Treat the Bull, your chance to win candy for the kids. It's like Beat the Bull where we give away money, but this one's for the kids because the kids, uh, parents, they, they're on the fence about us. But kids, for whatever reason, enjoyed listening to Beat the Bull, so we decided to do Treat the Bull, right? Yeah, Treat the Bull. Now, this is candy bars. Now, this is the good stuff. This is not, like, fun size. These are the full-size uh, wonderful treats made of chocolate and nougat. Listen to this. Caitlin's with us. She's 11 years old. She's in Bixby. And, Caitlin, you said today's your last day of school? Yes. How excited are you? Very excited. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine. Are you That's do, so cool. Are you going to uh, miss your friends when you're off for the summer, or are you still kind of live in a place where you'll be able to hang out with them some? Miss them. Uh, do you want to give your, your you have a best friend or a couple of best friends, you want to give them a shout-out? I shout out to my dad. All right, well, that's nice. That's What's a his good name? One. Patrick Cole. Let's hear it for Patrick. Boop, boop. Patrick. Right, what a round of applause, Ty. What are you, 100 years old? Ready to play Treat the Bull? No. <laughs> I guess uh, she's not ready yet. Yeah, uh, we're ready. Caitlin, we want, you know, we're going to play a sound, make sure you can hear it. So this okay. is what you're trying to avoid. You do not want to hear this sound, Katie. You hear that okay? Sounds like a cow, but okay. Okay, beat the <laughs> cow, the whatever you want to call it. Beat the, beat, yeah, beat the cow. <laughs> That's fine. Um, all right, are we ready? You you just say stop when you get to a, a candy amount you like, okay? okay. All right, here Caitlin we go. from Bixby, get ready to beat the bull in three, two, one. Good luck. One, sweet confection. Two, sweet confection. Three. Sweet confections. Four. Sweet confections. Five. Sweet confections. Six. Sweet confections. She stopped at oh, look six at her go. candy bars. Well played. And I imagine, Caitlin, that you stopped it. Six because next year you'll be going to the sixth grade. Yeah. Okay. Very thoughtful. Well, here's the next question for you, Caitlin. Would you rather? Would you like to know how far the bull was going to go, or would you rather not know? Yes. Okay. Well, it, well, yes, you'd like to know. Yeah. All right. Here we go. All right. So she stopped at six. She definitely has six candy bars. We know that. Like nothing can change. But let's see what was going to happen. Seven. Sweet Confections. Look at that, Caitlin. You played that perfectly. Yay! Very excited. <laughs> well, 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 hey, Ty, what a what a day! Your last day of school, and you beat the or treat the bull to win six candy bars on the way to your last day. That's amazing to me. I hate to warn Thank you, Caitlin, God. but it's, it's all life is all downhill from here. <laughs> wow. <laughs>
Yeah, no. things get tougher and tougher. Well, there you go. Well, uh, congratulations, Caitlin, on uh, congratulations uh, for you graduating the fifth grade today, and uh, hope you have a great summer. You too. Caitlin and Bixby just won six sweet confections, and we're back tomorrow. Another chance, right, Daniel? Yeah, to treat the bull. Caitlin, hang on the line and have a great day at school today, okay? Hey. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center. Have you guys seen the uh, blip flying over town yet because of the tour in town? Good morning. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. I saw our buddy Brian Dorman from News on 6. He posted a picture of the blimp and you said when you were a kid daniel the blimp flew over your little hometown in alabama and you said and i think i think this is proper you said that was kind of the first celebrity i ever saw you know the yeah. blimp was famous and you saw the blimp i was fascinated i couldn't believe my luck i can still remember it like it was yesterday and uh, then i saw people were texting me they're like hey the blimp is here mm -hmm. and then i looked look up toward jinx i live on riverside and i looked down toward jinx and i saw it flying right over Really? Amazing, yes. So you were uh, stunned even as a 55-year-old man? I'm not 55-year-old. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah, I was stunned. It took me right. It was nostalgia, whatever that word is. That's really cool. You know what I thought about, Tig? There's no bathroom on this blimp. This is not an airplane. This is a blimp. It's basically like a big old balloon with like a shoebox attached to the bottom of it. So there's no <laughs> bathroom, I don't think. At least maybe if you worked at the airport or something, you could tell me. 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. Is there a bathroom on the blimp? I don't think there is. Uh. Uh, so if the people that are driving or piloting the blimp today are listening, I would like to make an offer. I live at the Cosmopolitan on Riverside. You can land that right on the top of the parking garage and use my restroom if you need to, blimp flyers. Blimp pilots. That's a very pilots. selfless thing to do. I mean, like, I'm always impressed with you. You have a great relationship with your family. You mm -hmm. uh, you adore your nephews. And, and and now you're saying that if a blimp pilot needs to pee, they can come here. Yes. <laughs> now, I am going to get to ride on that blimp afterward. But it's more about if you need a place, you just land it right on top of my apartment complex. Use the restroom, freshen up, whatever you want to do. Take a dip in the pool. You can do whatever you want. If you saw that blimp, I want you to call because I haven't seen it. 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. If you saw the blimp, call us. How did you not see it? Because I live in Midtown, and then I read the blimp came in from uh, south of us, and we never saw it fly over. So did you go on your rooftop to see it? No, I was on the ground walking my dog, and I saw it. You saw the blimp? Buddy, every, everybody saw the blimp. I don't know what, what you're... Nobody saw the blimp. You? Everybody saw the blimp. Did you not see Facebook? If you saw the blimp, I want to hear from you because I think Daniel's making up a story. It's 918-879-9898. Please, Tyke, what story could I make up involving the blimp? <laughs> I didn't say the blimp like landed at Quick Trip. I said the blimp flew they overhead. Can, uh, they can use your bathroom. Hey, good morning. Who's this? Hello, it's Linda. Did you see the blimp? I did. I work over at uh, 71st Lewis area, and it mm -hmm. flew over there most of the afternoon yesterday. And did you wave up to the blimp and get their attention? Well, we had many of the employees go out and take pictures of it, so <laughs> don't know if you could see that or not. We should put together like a big uh, human like billboard or whatever. You know how people all stand together and spell out something? We should do that for the blimp. What can we say to them? Oh, Maybe you mean I'll like they could look down and see a word? Mm-hmm. Oh. 
Linda, if you could That'd send a awesome. message, maybe if the people that are listening to the blimp are listening inside the blimp right now who are flying around, what would you like to say to them? <laughs> Do you see us? Do you see us? There you go. All right. Well, good enough. Thanks for the call. You're welcome. Stig and Daniel, who's this? Hello, this is Christy and Brody in Brooklyn. Christy, Brody in Brooklyn. Well, I I, I assume you're calling because you saw the blimp. What was it like for we your kids to see? We all three saw it? the blimp. Well, what? How did the you kids what? react? I bet the kids were uh, fascinated. Oh, hang on, here, hang on. I'll put you on the speaker. Okay. Hello, this is Christy and Brody in Brooklyn. Christy, Brody in Brooklyn. Got to turn the radio down. <laughs> can, can you hear us? We, we, now we can, yes. The turn radio that radio down, down, yeah. Uh, well, okay. We were going to ask. Okay, the... what did you guys think of the blimp? Okay. It was uh, it was pretty big. Guys, I, really big. you got to turn the radio. I can't. I, I'm going crazy. What's going on? <laughs> I hear like myself coming back in. <laughs> You got to turn the radio off. We turned it down. I had to put it on speaker. Okay. Okay. Um, Yes, we all three had picked picked them up from school, and we all three saw it. And Uh, it was actually coming from the north. You said it was coming from the south. We saw it coming from the north. uh, Maybe I'm wrong. Well, there's still the burning question is, what did the kids think about the uh, blimp? They didn't say. Uh, It was really, really big. It was big, yes. Uh, What did it say on it? Do you all remember what it said? It said, good here. Yep. It almost looks like a spaceship, doesn't it? Yeah. Yep. And it's a Goodyear on it. Yep. Yes, the Goodyear blimp. That Yeah, that's the only blimp in town. So. It's so cool that they do that still, you know, because now there's drones where they could just, if they wanted an aerial shot, but they still bring, like, bring the blimp in. That's really cool. Brody, Brooklyn, is yeah, it your last day of school? Yeah. yeah. Boy, are they, Mom, are they excited? I bet they're thrilled. Oh, yeah, they're shoving their mouth with donuts right now. They're thrilled. Donuts? <laughs> Look at that. Hey, now. Last day donuts. Last All right. day of school party for mommy and kids. I hear it. Well, y'all have a uh, great summer, and uh, keep an eye out for that blimp, all right? Thank you. See you now. Tiger Daniel, who's this? Caven. Your name's what? Caven. Caven? Yes, sir. Uh, do you, you know, if you could speak to the people that are flying around in the blimp right now, what would you like to say to them on behalf of the residents of Tulsa? Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Don't you think it was really nice that Daniel says if the blimp pilot needs to go to the bathroom that uh, he can land it on the roof of Daniel's apartment complex and go use his? Sure. Yeah, that'd be great. That's awesome. Would you take a flight in that blimp given the opportunity? No, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I don't get along. Oh but really? It actually landed. It actually landed in Bristow yesterday, and then when it left Bristow, it flew over Spalpa, and then when it got to Spalpa, it started turning back to the north. You know what I thought, and uh, I'm I'm really surprised by this, Tig. I thought that the thing would land, but it, I guess it stays up in the air all day long, and it never does completely I, touch the ground, does it? No, they they drop no, ropes no. off, and dudes pull it down. They, yeah, right. And yeah. is it is just a big balloon? It's got helium in it, or what? What's in that thing? I have no idea. Yeah, what is in the balloon? I think it's helium. If it's helium, I would like to just poke a little tiny hole in it. They're not putting helium in a balloon, man. Oh, yeah, that's unheard of, right? Helium in a balloon? That would work. All right. Well, we appreciate the call this morning. No problem. Have a good day. See you now. Yeah. Let's take line one see what Colton Mm -hmm. Cartwright, local musician, has to say. You know, you might be right. It's just, yeah, they're filled with helium. Yeah, what'd you think was in it? Hey, good morning. Who's this? 
Uh, Colton. Colton, you saw the uh, Goodyear blimp. Uh, you are a singer-songwriter yeah. around here. Have you decided, have you prepared a song for the people in the blimp? No, I haven't. <laughs> well, what, the Goodyear blimp is not your muse? No. Well, I've seen it. I was on uh, the Creek Turnpike, headed back from Broken Arrow yesterday, and I was like, what the hell is that? It looked like a looked like a spaceship up in there. I was like, man, that's that's weird. I tried to get closer so I could see what it was, and I never could. Yeah, a lot of people probably did think for so. You, so you spent most of the day yesterday in fear, thinking it was uh, alien spacecraft? Yes. I thought we were getting invaded. <laughs> yeah, he's down in his bunker, in the Colton bunker. All right, Colton, man. you're good, man. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> he's terrified. Hey, now, it's Steig and Daniel. Who's this? Uh, it's Don. Don, you saw the blimp yesterday. If you ha if you could speak to the people piloting the blimp today, what would you say? Well, actually, I'm looking at the blimp right now. Oh my gosh! Whoa, where where is the blimp? <laughs> it is over here at Tulsa Riverside Airport. It's on the ground. Okay, so do you work at the airport? No, I was just driving by. I live close to it. Wow, so it's on the ground. I thought the thing never landed. No, it's on the ground right now. Huh. It's like a boat where you, like, get those ropes out and you tie it up. And so I think yeah, that's what they do. Yeah, it's really big, too, looking at it from the All right, ground. So oh, Lord, yeah, I've never seen it on the ground. I bet it is humongous. Yep. All right, Betty. Well, thanks for the call, all right? Thank you. Appreciate it. Hey, now, it's Steig and Daniel. Who's this? Jimmy. Jimmy, uh, you, you spotted the blimp yesterday? Yeah, yeah. I, I saw it way down in Lawton about 10 o'clock in the morning yesterday. And at first, uh, Colton said he saw it, and he thought for just a split second it was an alien spacecraft. Is that what you thought? <laughs> oh, yeah, man, big floating balloon. I thought somebody done lost their little balloon, and the helium done took it up. You confused it for a uh, Mylar balloon. Yeah, sounds good. No, man, I saw it down in Lawton around 10 o'clock in the morning yesterday. I don't know how it got up here so quick. This I got to tell you, Tag, the way the wind is around here, I wouldn't... I don't think I'd want to try to fly that thing around here. That thing's been blown know. all over the place. You know, I have a, an American flag on my front porch, and through just only like six months, the thing got tattered. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering, like, the how could a blimp stay where it's supposed to be? They're trying their best to get over to Southern Hills, but they just can't. It's too, <laughs> too windy. Yeah, it's just, it's going to be above a uh, bull in the alley all weekend by accident. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right, buddy. Thanks for the call. Yeah. Yeah, Tyke, I told you, everybody saw this thing, man. Well, that's cool, man. Like, even if you're not going to the tour, you can still look up and uh, kind of participate in the tour in a sense because the blimp is there. And Also, uh, the people flying the blimp, if you're listening, if you land over in Guthrie Green right across from the radio station, we will give you a Tiger Daniel T-shirt if you'd like. And a can ham. And a can ham. Yep. We'll even uh, we'll go, uh, go upstairs and uh, Travis Meyer, famous mm -hmm. News on 6 chief meteorologist Travis Meyer works up there. We will get you a lock of his hair if you'd like to land and try to. <laughs> a lock to. of his hair? Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, I expect to see the blimp any moment now, then. Mm hmm It's uh, 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country. Good morning, guys. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center. 98.5 The Bull. You know, Daniel, life is full of surprises, and you didn't know that when you woke up this morning, you could win a Tiger and Daniel Bluetooth wireless waterproof speaker, did you? I knew that because I work here. But this would be a uh, perfect thing to take to the lake with you, take to uh, the pool. That's right. So if you'd like to win, it's actually a cool little speaker. It, it could almost fit in your pocket. Not sure why it's waterproof, but that's fine. 
You can take it underwater in a submarine mm-hmm. or whatever. And uh, your chance to win it now, 918-879-9898, 918-879-9898. Caller number nine will uh, play for a Bluetooth waterproof wireless speaker. Yes. From Ty Gadeno. Perfect. Perfect for your prison cell, for your boat. It's got our name on it, too. Uh, the people that are flying the Goodyear blimp around this morning, if you're listening, if you land that blimp over here, <laughs> Guthrie Green, I will give you a Ty Daniel Bluetooth waterproof wireless speaker. Uh, yeah. And if you're just driving around, you can call in and win one. So you won't even have to jump through the hoop of landing on Guthrie Green. I would like for you to uh, win speech lessons. I'm having a hard time this morning. I don't know what yeah, it what is. What is going though. on with you? <laughs> I'm all messed up. 918 879 with Tig and Daniel, our speaker up for grabs. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. You know, every day at 740, we give you something. And uh, today we're giving away a Tig and Daniel Bluetooth. <laughs> wireless, Bluetooth, waterproof, whatever it is. Why is it so hard to say? A Tig and Daniel Bluetooth waterproof wireless speaker and on the phone with us now Aaron where are you calling from Aaron I'm calling from James and what are you like what are you doing right now right now I'm sitting in the car line dropping off one of my kids uh, right. well yeah. give us could you give us about three seconds of horn blow there in the school car line no please it would, everybody be so confused I agree with like, her. what is that lady's problem <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my gosh no. hey didn't you say you saw the blimp too Aaron Yes, we saw it yesterday. It was awesome. Yeah, that blimp, uh, as Daniel said, uh, uh, I think he said it perfectly. He goes, when he was a kid, he saw the Goodyear blimp fly over his school in, like, nowhere, Alabama. And you said, that's the first celebrity I've ever seen because the Goodyear blimp was famous. It's cool to see her, right? Yeah, well, yeah, I loved it. <laughs> really well, cool. Uh, you know what? You could take the uh, Tiger Daniel Bluetooth waterproof wireless speaker up on the blimp with you if you ever got to go. So we're going to play a game now. It's called a uh, e-vocabulary words quiz. All the answers to these definitions begin with the letter E. Okay. Up first. This, the definition of this word, is related to horses. Equestrian. Or equine, yes. That is correct. Aaron. Yes. The definition of this E word is good manners. Good manners. What'd you say? I don't know. Is it is it Aaron? Starts with the E. Of good manners. Good What's the name of the word, though? The definition is oh, good. Etiquette. Ma- there you go. Etiquette. etiquette. Correct. This E word means very articulate and persuasive. Oh. Uh, articulate and persuasive. Oh, I'm drawing a blank. Help her out, Tug. Hmm. It's hmm. an e-vocabulary word, and if somebody is, they, they speak very eloquently. Eloquent? Eloquent, yes. Okay. Oh, I'm going to say that. <laughs> Up next, a tree whose leaves are eaten by koalas. Elm? No, koalas don't eat elm tree leaves. What type of leaves do they okay. eat? Okay. So help her out. These, uh, these leaves are very fragrant. <laughs> Maybe if you go to a spa, you would smell this in the air. Starts with an E. What is that? You're blowing my mind this morning. Um, Eucalyptus. Yeah. Oh. 
Okay. Let me see. Let me find out maybe an easier one. Uh, what about a wooden stand that holds an artist's canvas? Easel. Easel. Well, there you go. Well, that I think that is enough to get yourself a Tiger Daniel Bluetooth waterproof wireless speaker. Are you out of that school line <laughs> Thank yet? You. No, we're still here. Give us about 20 seconds of horn blow, please. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was on uh, 36th in Peoria yesterday, and a guy blew his horn. Ooh. And I couldn't figure out if he was blowing it because he saw, like, a cute lady or something. But the whole time I drove home, I'm like, why did that guy... So I agree with her. Like, don't blow the horn because people oh will God. be confused about Ruin it. Ruin people's day. Do y'all yeah. have a uh, crossing guard anywhere nearby there at the school? Uh, we No. Well, at the end of the day, they do. So yeah, I haven't seen a crossing guard around here, Tiger. I used to have to drop off a kid at school, and I was confused by this particular crossing guard because I couldn't understand what they were trying to get me to do, and boy, they were mean. That was a mean <laughs> they, they, Crossing guards are always super mean, or there's some that are directing that traffic that are super nice. There's no in the middle. <laughs> what are your, is this your kid's last day at school? No, uh, next Thursday's last day. Oh, it's I thought everybody got off at once. Yeah. Wow. Well, All the school systems have a different yeah. schedule. What are their names? Samantha and Jimmy. Well, Samantha and Jimmy, uh, congratulations on what grade are they graduating from? Uh, Samantha's graduating from fourth and Jimmy from sixth. Well, there you go. Awesome. Time of their lives. Well, I hope they have a great summer, and I hope uh, you guys get to enjoy this speaker out by the pool or lake or whatever you're going to do with it, Aaron. We will, for sure. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. You know, me and Daniel, we, we've been good friends for like 15, 20 years or something, and everybody needs a friend like uh, Daniel because um, when something I have embarrassing is going on. You'll tell me about it, right, before I see the public. I'll pull you aside, and I will, uh, yes, I don't make fun of you. I don't point it out to you in front of people because I would hope that you do the same for me. Yes, uh, like if you have something in your nose or whatever, uh, you need to know about that, especially in our job where we, um, we're we in contact with the public. Like last night we did a thing at Kane's Ballroom, which was great. I love that place. But had I had an issue going on, I would like to know about it. And, you know, that's a next level of friendship because if you know somebody sort of like um, just, you know, you're kind of getting to know them. I don't know if you're comfortable enough to tell them that they have something in their nose, but me and you, we, you know. Can I t tell the story of the most horrific thing I ever saw you do? Uh, sure. This I, guy I, is a monster, and you're not, you're not going to believe me, but he's truly a, a monster. I cannot believe to this day that you did this. Tyke had an issue a little while of there for a while where he would get one nose hair <laughs> would grow out. And I mean, it would grow out a good, I'd say half an inch from your nostril. Just That's every now and again, disgusting. you'd look over and you'd yeah. see it in the sun, just like waving. And I'd, and I'd say, Tyke, I even had a code phrase. I'd say, Tyke, my barber knows hair. Nose and he hair, knew right. that uh, he had a nose hair and he could take care of it. Well, we were on the way to some event. I said, uh-oh, Tyke, it's back. <laughs> we're in the car together. <laughs> Oh, you now have, I know what you're talking your about. Your nose hair yeah, is, is bad. out into the wind, and you're trying to yank it out, and you can't do it no matter what. And this son of a gun took a cigarette lighter, lit the flame, mustered up courage, then goes, <laughs> and then the smell of burning hair. He had 
burnt his nose hair off. Well, you know when you, like, pluck a hair in that area, you, like, start to tear up, and mm-hmm. it's very uncomfortable. So you thought burning it would be better than burn all the gentle membranes in your nostrils and all that? I'm willing to try it. You're awful. That's for sure. I don't so. think it's come back since, though, since you burnt it away. <laughs> I killed it. <laughs> But, Tell me uh, the pain. That must have been a, a scale of 1 to 10, the most uncomfortable sensation in the world. It wasn't uh, something you want to do a whole lot, but in an emergency situation, if you like, if you could imagine never, never do that at your job, whatever you do, you're about to give a presentation and then somebody says, hey, you got like a, a thing going on, you'll do whatever it takes. And uh, But also, last night I had people over the house because people are in town for the PGA Tour, and I asked one of them, uh, somebody's who's become a friend. I go, my house stinks, doesn't it? He's like, it does. Your house is stinking again? That's what he said. And What is it? Most people would come to your house and they, they wouldn't say a word and they would just think you were dirty. So that's what I'm talking about. You just need a friend that can do smell tests for you, can do nose hair tests for you. Well, forget all that. Why is your house stinking, man? Uh, what happened, what I found out what it was, was my son and I got my wife flowers for Mother's Day. And these are, I don't know what's up with these flowers, but they smell like death. And so, so, so they've been, you've had them too long now at this point. They're I starting guess. to rot. I yeah, suppose yeah, it was yeah. time to get rid of them. But that's that to me is a litmus test for a friendship. Are you so comfortable with somebody that they can tell you, you know, you've got toilet paper on your shoe. <laughs> you've got a nose hair coming out. And I think we're there, Daniel. You know why you're, you're nose blind now? Because I burnt you my burnt nose. all your smel- <laughs> smellers out of your nose. <laughs> it's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. You know, Daniel, you can take us anywhere that uh, you go with our Tig and Daniel. You don't like to call it a podcast, although technically it kind of is, but it's a replay of the show. So anything you missed on the show or you want uh, tickets yourself and you want to hear yourself, you can always listen to our podcast, right, Daniel? Yeah, just uh, look up Tig and Daniel, T-I-G-E and Daniel, wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> breaking news what's the breaking news our correspondent don west is with us the tour is in town and uh don what is the latest on the golf course gentlemen tiger woods has teed off no more than 10 minutes ago he's buried the first hole much to the adulation of these local oklahomans uh john daly leading it two under slugging diet <laughs> coke like his life has depended on it uh, it'll be interesting to see if Tiger can uh, overcome a man who looks a lot like Santa Claus, uh, but smells a lot like your uh, stepmom after she picked you up from preschool. Don, is there any kind of indication on how they got John Daly sober enough this morning to perform? You know, I'm not sure. I think, you know, who, who's really to say? Uh, I think they teed him off early, so he would have to wake it up pretty early this morning to get started on a good hard bus. Now, enough time foolery. Uh, how many cigarettes has John Daly smoked so far this morning? Again, that's a real who's to say. Uh, <laughs> he's tried them uh, best he can, probably in these Diet Coke cans. So, you know, I'd say maybe a case, a case or two. A case or two of cigarettes. Yeah. He's in touch with the South Smoking I works. saw our buddy Rick... Uh, from the Blitz, the mm. the sports station. Did you see that picture he posted? And John Daly was smoking a cigarette. Oh, it's not a joke. The guy's, so yeah. It's, no, it's not for real. It's like, smoking. yeah. <laughs> On the golf course. Don, golf is your life. You love golf. Tyke and I were thinking about placing like a bet for charity, like we bet on a long shot or something, and just by some crazy happenstance, 
they win. Who would you suggest we bet on? If we're going to bet like 50 bucks on somebody and then give all the money to charity if we won, who would you suggest we bet on? Uh, you know, sitting here looking at, at John Daly at the top of the leaderboard. I think uh, he's going to be the, the long shot. He's done it before. Uh, and, you know, the whatever charity, you know, you need to give that money to, I'm sure they wouldn't mind you wasting that $50. <laughs> it would be a waste. So, John Daly, uh, just to recap here, Tiger Woods has teed off. He's gotten a birdie right off the bat. And he's playing golf right now in Tulsa. And John Daly's out there smoking a cigarette. Is that the situation, Don? Uh, best to my knowledge, that, that is the situation, Tiger. I appreciate that recap. <laughs> All right. He says, uh, could John Daly win this thing? I mean, like, for real, I don't know, like, a ton about golf, but could he win? Well, it really depends if this runs into his practice for, you know, the, the sleigh tournament, uh, for Christmas practice, any prep there. Uh, that's really going to be, you know, a career decision. Does he want to continue to be Santa Claus or does he want to win a professional golf tournament? We'll see, I guess. we. Uh, I think the real question is, can he perform throughout the whole tournament without being arrested? <laughs> you know, Look, you're asking the hard questions here. I'm not prepared to answer those. On I won't speak to John Daly, uh, you know, how he follows the legalese of Oklahoma. Uh, it's, a, it's a pretty strict state. I would imagine he may be arrested before the end of the round. <laughs> right here. <laughs> the they're, they're we'll see what happens. Don, our special correspondent. Hang on. You know, Daniel, I was, I was talking about this earlier. I was looking for a, a ticket for my son, Mac to the uh, PGA Tour, and um, I was like, man, like I thought I had all these connections. Apparently nobody cares, and uh, I couldn't get a ticket for him, but it turns out anybody 17 and under can get into the tour for free so long as they have a ticketed adult. That's pretty cool, isn't it, Correspondent Don? Yeah, I mean, that's what's better than than spending some time with your son, right? Yes, I want to make memories with my son, and... uh, so all you have to do is go to the box office. You can't get them early, Daniel. You have to go to the box office at the tour and then say, I got a kid with me, and they'll give you a ticket. How about that? I don't think it gets much better than that. I just hope that uh, kids don't disrupt the, the tournament. They have to be quiet. Daniel, do you think you could come in as a child? You have the height for it. That's what I was thinking, <laughs> uh, but Ty informed me that I look like an old lady now. I'm starting to look like <laughs> Kathy Bates as I get older, so no, I don't think I could. Yeah. Uh, uh, They'll be like, uh, de- this is a famous actress. She, she has the money to pay. <laughs> They'll be like, right this way, Miss Miss Bates. <laughs> Ms. Bates. Right. Well, Don, I appreciate it, man. No problem. Thank you very little. All right. <laughs> yeah, right. So Tiger Woods is teed off here in Tulsa. And what else you got, Daniel? Oh, well, that was the main thing. I didn't know we were doing other things. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have a bunch of news stories, right? Yeah, I had, but I thought we were scrapping them. Let me get these open back up here. All right, Ty, I guess new study has found, and maybe you, d- you didn't know this or you did, a new study in Germany found that women's stress levels drop when their significant other gives them a hug. Here's the sad news for men. Doesn't doesn't make a difference for us. Oh, we don't like hugs. They like hugs. Helps them. We, you know. Yeah, we're kind of like. <laughs> heartless robots, apparently. <laughs> Yeah. Also, if I can get some audio here, Ty, did you see that there's this guy in Wisconsin? And, uh, you know, you you grow up and you think your life is going to be great and you think that you're going to do all these things, and then life gets hard, and sometimes you don't accomplish all your goals. Mm-hmm. But there are very few people that do. This man from Wisconsin is one of them. He's eaten a McDonald's Big Mac almost every day for 50 years. 
And now that he's past the 50-year mark, he said he's going to start eating two Big Macs a day. Here he is talking about his big accomplishment and how he's been able to prove a lot of haters wrong. I've only missed eight days in 50 years, which is phenomenal. I've counted every Big Mac I've eaten my whole life. All through life here, a lot of people said, well, aren't you going to, you'll be dead before you reach 50 years of eating Big Macs. I guess I proved them wrong. Yeah, haha, jokes on you, suckers. Those things are delicious, but it's kind of weird how, like, um, some people, they, they aspire to be president or they, you know, become an Elon Musk or they become a, a Rockefeller. You know, they, they do the, this guy, he said, oh, he said, I'm going to eat a Big Mac every day. Yeah, and then he got 15. He's like, I'm going to start eating two. I got to tell you, though, Ty, I know when he goes to the drive-thru and uh, opens up that Big Mac, his heart must sink after eating so many Big Macs. Those things are so delicious. Sure they are, but come on. I don't care what heart, you're eating every day like that. You're going to get sick of it. Whose heart has sank in the presence of a Big Mac? I, I don't think there's many people that could say that. Well. Now he's going to eat two a day, so. <laughs> and uh, here we are on a Thursday. The PGA's rolling. Tiger Woods is playing. And uh, we're rolling, too, because tomorrow we come back to a Renaissance Festival also going on. And we got your free tickets at 640 in the morning right here on 98.5 The Bull. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's High Country with Ty Gandino. I got a message, and uh, you guys were so nice to us. And uh, we were talking about the blimp that's in town for the uh, tour. And you can actually track the blimp. Did you know that, Daniel? There's a website called Flight Aware. And uh, it'll kind of let you know where the blimp is at all times. And you said you saw this fly over your house uh, yesterday. You went out and saw it? It didn't fly over my house, but I did see the, uh, mm -hmm. I did see it. And so you can go to, there's several websites that uh, you can go track the blimp. And uh, Daniel's big concern is he's concerned for the pilots of the blimp because he says nine hours in a blimp doing a circle over a golf course. How do they go to the bathroom? <laughs> and uh, so it's very thoughtful of you to at least consider that, Daniel. Thank I'm you I'm a selfless person, Tom. You are very selfless. You're worried about the pilots of it. But uh, we, we got several pictures from you guys where um, people had seen the blimp parked. I guess when they land this thing, it's sort of like when you park a boat, you throw ropes out. You know, and you know, then you tie it up or whatever. And the same thing with a blimp. They drop ropes and some dudes pull it down and they tie it up to little cleats. And that's how it parks. Daniel asked the dumbest question yesterday. He says, does it just stay in the air? Or do they park this thing? I'm like, no, the pilots have to jump out and parachute down. Of course, they have to park it. People have to get out of it. Well, um, it's a blimp. You can't park that. What do you mean you can't park it? It's like a boat. It's like a pontoon boat. You pull it into the uh, harbor or whatever, the dock. I'm and, at this FlightAware website that you're reporting on, and I don't see how you find the Goodyear blimp. It's called FlightAware. Got and, it. Um, also, here's how much of a weirdo I am. I, I found out what Tiger Woods' plane is, and I looked it up on FlightAware, and they said, by the request of the user, you cannot track this aircraft. So Tiger doesn't want you to know what he's doing, but obviously he's in town because he's he's teed off uh, about I guess half hour ago. Got a birdie on the first hole. We'll see how he's doing. John Daly's out there, and uh, our buddy Rick Corey from uh, the Blitz Station. He he was out there and he took a picture of John Daly smoking a cigarette on the golf course. Whew. I wonder how hot it is out there. I mean, I, I would, uh, I've not been out to that golf course, but I assume there's some shady areas, but mostly not shady. Well, Do you there's think there trees. are people falling left and right, like just falling out from heat stroke and stuff? There, there are trees, but, man, I, I got to imagine that if we're going to the, the tour, the tournament, um, 
that you're in the blazing sunshine most of the time. You're walking around. It's going to be... Like, I imagine this to be an event where the ambulance comes and helps people with hydration issues, you know, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, one guy had a good idea. He had binoculars where he put liquor in it. Yeah, that guy's going to be dead soon. You're out there drinking <laughs> straight liquor uh, that you snuck into the golf course. It's, it's a not weird good. thing because we, we were talking about the beer prices, and so one guy had posted he was going to bring some binoculars in that are not binoculars. They're hollowed out so he can pour liquor in his binoculars. But as you pointed out, Daniel, I think very smartly pointed out, it's very suspicious to see a guy drinking his binoculars. <laughs> right. You're not sneaking anything. They're going to be like, hey, is that guy uh, drinking binoculars? <laughs> so it's a big weekend. We got the Renaissance Festival. We got free tickets for that tomorrow at 640 on 98.5 The Bull right here with Tyke and Daniel. Yeah.